Hello and welcome to another fresh edition of interesting stuff where we dive into the world of something new. The world of topics that other people fear to touch, but we will explore together. And today, what we are going to dive into is Roman baths. So if you had a bath recently, or perhaps you prefer a shower, do you like it hot or cold or somewhere in the middle? I like it hot, personally. Anyway, I was thinking about how to introduce this topic, and I remembered that there's an English town called Bath. And do you know why it was called that? Well, that's where, when the Romans came to Britain, they set up their spas. And why did they have spas? Well, quite simply, because they knew it was healthy. They wanted to keep clean, and they wanted to make it a social activity at the same time. Yes, for the Romans, taking a bath was not just a matter of keeping clean. It was one of their favorite leisure activities. In fact, the baths at Caracalla, completed in AD 216 in honor of the emperor, had space for 1,600 bathers at a time and were often filled to capacity. This huge complex covered 27 acres and, in addition to the baths and exercise areas, included concert halls, libraries, shops and gardens. These bathhouses first became popular in the 2nd century BC and public baths were built by entrepreneurs to make money or sometimes endowed by wealthy philanthropists who wanted to give back to society. When baths were first opened, men and women bathed together. Hmm. But in later centuries, this was scandalized. <laughs> I wonder why. And it was Emperor Hadrian, ah, famous for that wall between Scotland and England, hmm, who ruled from AD 117 to 138. He was the first to issue edicts in a bid to enforce separate bathing. Oh, yes, can't have the men and women together. Oh, no, that would be naughty. Right. Can I say that? Uh, oh, I just did. Oh, well. So the famous massive baths of Caracalla had fountains, marble statues, stone-arched doorways, floors of different mosaic patterns, high-walled ceilings faced with copper, basically everything that you could you could possibly imagine. I'm thinking that it was, you know, the height of the Roman Roman Empire and um, probably pretty nice place to visit, really. There, bathers could enjoy a range of baths of different temperatures after paying one quadrans, the smallest Roman coin, or entering free if there was a benefactor or sponsor. And sometimes if you worked for certain organizations, as, as happens now, they would sponsor your leisure activities as well. In the spas, attendees would also make business and political contacts. And so these areas were important in oiling the wheels of the rise of the great Roman Empire. And inside... Often, the Roman bathers washed in the hottest room, the caldarium, 
and a strigil, which was an implement made of wood, metal, or bone, was used to scrape cleansing oil off the skin of bathers as they tried to keep clean. The oil on the skin was mixed with dirt and then was loosened by sweat in the steamy atmosphere. Sounds a bit rough if you ask me. On the other hand, women usually relaxed around a warm pool in the tepidarium, a cooler room which was more comfortable after the hotter blasts of the caldarium. Here, the women could indulge in treatments that included massage, manicure, and hair plucking. Ouch. Usually, at the end of their stay, bathers would dive into a cold plunge pool. These pools were often left open to the sky and were usually placed at the center of the baths. And I imagine that was a bit of a shock to the system as well. I'm not sure I could do that. But then there's a lot of information about how getting into cold water is actually really good for the body. So, um, you know, why not give it a try? Maybe it'll work. You don't know till you do it. The pools were, of course, fantastic places to meet. And gossip was often passed on between the bathers. Topics of social interest and political intrigues were set in motion. And sometimes business plans were sealed. The bathers played board games, placed bets, bought snacks, or even waited to see jugglers and other entertainers. Bathing really was a social activity which Romans found essential for a contented life. Travelling salesmen would also wander the grounds of the spas and the baths, offering goods to the customers who were there. I wonder how they paid for them, though. Hmm. In warmer weather, the social aspect of the baths would continue outside. This was especially in the case of the 3rd and 4th centuries AD, when the baths built by the Romans grew ever larger and showed a distinct Greek influence in the design of elaborate gardens and colonnades. These places were often filled with men who gambled with dice and relaxed with a glass of wine. Gaming was a constant feature of the bath life, and people could also read there. Most Roman baths had an extensive library, and so a good session could stimulate the mind as well as the body. And how were the baths heated? Well, a team of slaves loaded wood into the underground furnaces that provided hot water and powered an underfloor central heating system. Not too different from what we have today, except without the slaves, of course. And so what do you think? Would you like to have visited one of these places? Why don't we have them now? You know, we had them in the past. Where have they all gone? Well, they're not really in, in Britain because the climate is not really suitable for that. But if you go out into Central Europe, you can definitely find a lot of them there. So if you're out in that area, say Czech Republic, Slovakia, Hungary, Poland, Austria, you might want to keep an eye out for those spas and other places where people can relax. Although in the modern world, you know, people tend to head towards water parks and, and places like that. Things designed to keep the kids happy. And of course today, they're a little bit more expensive, but still great places to visit. And I remember a friend of mine telling me that uh, 
His doctor had once prescribed for him, instead of medicine, spending a week or maybe it was two weeks at a spa to relax and recover and get away from the stress of life. So, uh, hmm, might be interesting to think about that. It's probably better than pumping yourself with lots of drugs anyway. And uh, we all need to get away from it all from time to time as well. So it's really something to think about. And I think it was the same friend who also told me about uh, the sun hospitals that used to exist out in Europe as well. We go back between 50 to 100 years, there were these hospitals that used the sun to heal people. Yep, there's a whole lot of hidden history out there that uh, is worth digging up and exploring. And it's all about health as well. So it's a pretty important topic. Anyway, enough of my rambling. That was about Roman baths. If you're interested, I'm sure you can check out some more videos about them online. As always, together with the video, I will post some questions to check your comprehension and understanding. And if there's a topic that you'd like me to dive into, let me know and I'll have a look at it. So that's probably about all for today. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, share this with friends if you like it. Otherwise, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I wish you an absolutely fantastic day. Take care. Oh, and yeah, don't forget to have a shower or a bath or, you know, whatever. Stay clean.